2: Learn more about Roberta's at roberta'spizza.com.
3: Barryville is a hamlet in rural America, part of the upper Delaware River Valley in the western Catskills, but it could be anywhere. Barryville is the climax of civilization. Yeah, the Trump flags are flying, even as gay bikers are rolling through town. This is a hot take on rural America. And whether you're new to rural living, if you've ever been bullied or beaten up in the country, or live in the city and just dream of getting away, this show is for you.
1: Everything's better in Berryville.
3: All right. I gotta tell you, Johnny, it's been too long since I heard your dulcet tones. Oh my god, super special (laughs) summer edition. Here we are. Summer's here and the time is right. And let me tell you right now before we go any further
1: Everything's better and (laughs)
3: very well. <laughs> oh, <laughs> all right. So what's happening? How's
2: summer been treating you so far? Pretty good. Spring is sprung and now we're almost to high summer, which is great. Uh,
3: we're there. After Memorial Day, you can wear seers- seersucker.
2: Yeah, I, you <laughs> know, I, I have white pants on now. I don't actually, <laughs> but uh, you know. Thanks for checking. Um, uh, yeah, no, it, it's been great. You, I just we're hot off the heels of the Shad Fest, which we'll report on more later in the news. Um, and yeah, it's it's exciting. The Oasis is jumping. It was an amazing Memorial Day weekend, and now we're in the uh, weekend after Memorial Day. Camels love hot weather. Oh, my God. The camel is in <laughs> all of his glory. Um, Roswell's actually going to the roof to shellac him because he's so sun kissed. The, <laughs> yeah. the
3: camel's getting shellac. You, you heard it here first, yeah. folks. <laughs> yeah, just know the camel is about to be shellac. That's amazing. Everything really is better and better. And I am digging the weather. Everything is green. It's amazing. The Catskill air is still cool at night. Uh... I'm, I'm feeling renewed I'm feeling energized I can't believe like the ivy on my garage came back you know it's <laughs> something so dead a, in the dark it's amazing and it now, is like you know, it is
2: pretty in the summer I, I mean that's the bottom line I can't you know, even see the garage beautiful. now <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's amazing and it, this is my favorite time of year because it's a complete green wall outside my house I can't see down nobody can see us there's like a big green forest wall and it's beautiful
3: and the nights are cool the days are warm the farmer's market is opening up and happening farmer's market's jumping everything's been good um, it's More
2: importantly, it's the big finish to Little League season. And uh, we are
3: headed down there today, and that is so exciting. I, I am excited. We're taking the uh, Barryville Radio Mobile Unit down uh, to, the, to the field to talk to the Little Leaguers. Why can't and... Tiffany give
2: us a ride in her helicopter? <laughs> she
3: always shows up, but uh, where because, is she because, with her helicopter because now? Because the Little League uh, field is not zoned for a helicopter landing, but I'm going to take that up with the planning board at the next yeah, meeting. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to pull <laughs> permits for that, right? Yeah. So, uh, how are you feeling? I know um, your campaign is just getting started. It's very much in the early stages. It's just summer, um, and but all signs are pointing in the right direction towards November give us a report. Yeah,
2: so uh, I would say that I am busy dotting I's and crossing T's because everybody knows me. I love to follow the rules. Hey, spelling and, <laughs> counts, daddy <laughs> Yep, exactly. So um, we uh, have petitioned for the Democratic Party line and also for all of our independent and Republican voters. You can vote for Laura and I on the um, on the Lifting Neighbors Party, which we're so excited to do. So we just turned in all the paperwork. We both accepted our candidacies. So we'll be on two lines. Um on the ballot and I'm, I'm so excited about it. And so many wild things have transpired that, that really, that really just makes a place for turning the lemons that have been going on into lemonade that we really all need to drink from this summer. So I really hope that things continue to work and move in the right direction because it's time for a change and it's time for some really exciting people that
3: it, it thrown their name in the hat. I, I think it's fantastic. I am feeling positive, feeling optimized. I feel like, uh, I don't know how many different Bob Dylan songs all the same, time you know times are changing you know uh you know blown in the wind exactly that's that's exactly where i'm going all right so like a couple of rolling stones we're going to take a break and we're going to be back with our first guest right after this All right, Johnny, can you dig it? I'm so excited for our first guest. Uh, he's an old pal of mine, and he knows more about baseball than anyone I know. And uh, let me tell you about Dan Epstein. He's an award-winning journalist, pop culture historian. He is a great music writer also, by the way, who's written about everything from Motorhead to Steely Dan for Rolling Stone, Spin, Men's Journal, the L.A. Times, and on and on. Uh, he's also the author of some pretty amazing baseball books, including Stars and Strikes, Baseball and America in the Bicentennial Summer of 76. The Captain and Me, on and off the field with Thurman Munson, and my very favorite, Big Hair and Plastic Grass, a funky ride through baseball in America in the swinging 70s. And he lives in Kerhunkson, New York, not too far from
4: Barryville.
3: Hey, Dan, how's it going? Hey, hey. Hey, Dan, nice to meet you over the airwaves.
4: Likewise.
3: All right, so you've been in Kerhunkson how long now?
4: I moved here at the beginning of uh, December 2022.
3: So the big question is, are you a local yet?
4: Uh, no, I don't think I'm a, at all a local. <laughs> <I love that. laughs> and, I, and I'm slowly kind of learning the ropes here, but it's, uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like I've only been here, you know, I haven't even been here a summer yet, so I'm, I'm waiting to see how things change here when uh, folks come up for the summer.
3: It's it's a big difference. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah there, there are people from New Jersey apparently uh, drowning at Chinese bar. <laughs> yeah, we,
2: we we saved a couple of uh,
3: down and out uh, Jersey girls whose tent collapsed wow. and uh, they were pretty miserable. They were barefoot when they came in. I'm like, what the
2: hell's going on here?
3: Yeah, you're doing the Lord's <laughs> work, John. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> hey, let's talk about baseball for uh, now a second, because after we're done talking to you, Dan, we're going down to talk to the little league. We uh, got some little leaguers right. we're going to interview, and I'm a. Big believer in um, in the youth movement, you know the youths. I mean, I'm a big believer of the youths. You know, we're checking out the little league, and we talk. You know, when we talk to the kids, it, it does remind me that it's pure. I love baseball. I think it's like the best sport of yeah, all time.
4: It is. It is the grip best sport. Just, just the, you know, the major league version is just gross now. Uh, but, but yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll still still go watch a college game or minor league game or. Even little league, I mean, it's 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 still fantastic.
2: What do you think about all the new rules? Do you think they're valid? Do you think they're ridiculous? Tell tell us what you think of that. I th-
4: I think they're ridiculous. I think that that that's one of the reasons that I'm so alienated from the game. It's just like you know, this isn't this shouldn't be like NFL or or NBA where they you know kind of retool the rules every uh, offseason. It's you know the 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 original rules were great for for decades why are we you know why are we making the bases slightly larger why are we putting the you know, the, the kind of ghost runner on second, not really a ghost runner, but uh, starting a guy at second in extra innings. I just think that is so lame.
3: That is, that is the worst of, of it to me. That's like automatics when we play wiffle ball out in my yard. And, you know, if you can yeah. hit the driveway, it's a, you know invisible man on second. It's not any different than that. It, it's tough but, for me watching this happen because I love the sport so much. And the next stop, of course, is there's going to be like some chatbot Google thing as the umpire
4: oh, oh I, I i i look i honestly think that we would be going to like if the game would just be home run derby right now if it didn't mean that you know that the players union would uh, complain over the lack of jobs i feel i feel like that's that's what the lords of baseball want just like make it as dumb as possible as simple as possible and just you know dingers for days
3: sounds a lot like football
4: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which I don't watch anymore either, so there you go.
3: Well, I gotta tell you, generally I'm the kind of kind of guy who's pro-union. I kind of believe in labor movements, but the players' union gave us the strike, you know, the baseball strikes, and going back to, was it 94? Was that the last big strike? I mean, that was the beginning of the end of my love for the sport, because I just realized that as the as a fan, I was the guy who was always going to be paying for it, no matter what. The players' union, the owners, didn't care about me. And I tell you, I loved the New York Yankees. I went to 25 30 games a year for years, literally for hundreds of Yankee games. I suffered through Billy ball and Bucky ball and Dallas ball and stump ball and more Billy ball and watched them barrel into fourth place year after year. And the second they started winning, you know, I couldn't afford to go. I was cut out of the scene and I realized I was just rooting for someone's shirt.
4: Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I will still always stick with the players because I feel like if we go, we go to see the players, not the owners. The only the only owner I ever went to see was Bill Beck. So the player should get an, an equitable slice of the pie. But it's, you know, but, but it is absurd. It doesn't need to be so out of the reach of the average fan.
3: Ah, Bill Veck. Uh, Vec is in rec. Who famously brought us Disco Demolition Night, among other things. Ah, Disco Demolition Night. I see Johnny's ears are uh, going forward and back just like my cat does when he gets curious. Dan, why don't you tell us about that?
4: it was you know it was part of the whole big disco backlash in 1979 and bill veck's son actually came up with the promotion uh where everybody who brought a disco record to be destroyed on the field between two halves of a double header would get in for 97 cents or 98 cents or something like that and it kind of it kind of got out of control and the uh pile of disco records you know blew up and then like a bunch of kids ran out on the field and then all of a sudden everybody was just partying down on the field and they had to cancel the second game of the double doubleheader
2: who is this kid but ted nugent
4: disco hit jump the shark by this point disco
3: duck had to be the nadir of that culture
4: oh yeah well and, and disco duck was like three years earlier i mean it got <laughs> it got worse I mean we're talking like the Ethel Merman disco record. That is stuff. the it
2: absolute the- worst record ever recorded. <laughs> uh, the, the Star Spangled Banner said <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to disco is just atrocious. It's yeah, uh, so, a disgrace you know, to it, everybody, it, equal assault it, on everyone.
4: <laughs> exactly. So it it's you know, it, it it had to uh it, it had reached critical mass and them some. So I don't I don't blame people for uh uh <laughs> for being repulsed by it at that point. Yeah, it was tough times. <laughs> Difficult times. You know, I, I, I love disco to this day, but but yeah, even, even at that point, I was just like, you know, like, you, you remember that comedian Ray uh, Ray J. Johnson? you can call me
3: Ray, you can call yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: He, he did a disco record, so ask yourself how necessary that was.
3: Now, what year was it that like the Kinks, Pink Floyd, Paul McCartney all did disco <laughs> records because they were told they had Seven, to to stay relevant? Seventy nine.
4: Yeah, yeah. That's the, so that's <laughs> I think so. it's the same <laughs> year
3: Shakedown Street came out. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> for <instance. laughs> and also, yeah, and, same, and also, same, I, was born, time, yeah. I was born for loving you. I believe was the best selling Kiss record of all time. Oh
4: man. Oh yeah, yeah. I was made for loving you. Yeah. Also, <laughs> seventy nine. Can
3: I ask you a
2: question, Dan? How can baseball redeem itself?
4: Wow. I, I, I have been asked this before and I have absolutely no idea. I think, you know, um, it's, I just feel like the soul has been just squeezed out of it in, in uh, uh, you know, the hunt for uh, more money. And I, I feel like if there was just like some way they could like bring the ticket prices down, they could, um, I, I think that would be a good start. But also, I think they need to stop monkeying with the uh, rules, and I think they need to get, you know, th- this whole thing where MLB's like in partnership w- with all this like legalized gambling. I think that's just a terrible thing on on a very, you know, kind of soul level of the game. I, d- I don't think the game can be redeemed if, if, at all, if if you're encouraging people to uh, blow their uh, life savings on uh, on gambling.
2: All right. Well, Dan, we want to thank you for being here. And with the with that really <laughs> optimistic <laughs> viewpoint, we are going to take it to the Little League and inspire uh, future generations of baseball well, players. So thank you so much for being here today. It was really nice meeting you and talking about uh, disco and baseball.
4: My you know, pleasure, of guys. Of my, thanks are, for having me.
3: These are a few of my favorite things. Same, same. Ditto, ditto. <laughs> All right, Dan. Thanks, buddy. I'll talk to you soon. Have a good one. Thanks right again. On.
4: Bye-bye.
1: You're listening to the first summer special of Everything's Better in Berryville. Now let's join Mike and Johnny live via satellite with the Eldred Little League.
3: All right, I can't believe it. We're here on location at... At uh, Mackenzie Park in the Elder Little League, the Sticks and Stones were going to the playoffs and this we're year. And we are live with Armand and his dad, Armand. So, uh, Welcome, Armand and Armand. Hello. <laughs> uh, how's the season going here? You just won four in a row and you're going to the playoffs. Yes. That's every time.
5: Yeah, time, yeah.
3: That's so exciting. Uh, so, what position do you play out there?
1: I play pitcher mostly.
3: So <laughs> what's your big pitch?
1: Uh, big pitch? Mm, probably just. Accurate. They're just accurate.
3: Thrown strikes. That's half the game. Right? That's a good answer, bud. Uh, that's good. Put that ball over the plate. So you must be very proud. Armand won. <laughs> uh, tell us a little bit about like, uh, Little League and uh, uh, working here and what the kids are doing.
0: Oh, it's been great. It's So proud for, the, for these kids. They, they, they were really uh, courageous this season. The, re- the season started off kind of rough, but they turned it around and they ended the season off to the playoffs first time probably in years. So we're really excited.
2: That's great, and it really does take a village. I, I noticed how involved all the parents are. I saw you back there like slinging hot dogs. It's it really, it's like such a family affair. It's so good to see, and, and Little League is so important to communities like ours. And I know you guys all work very tirelessly, but uh, Armand, how long have you been playing baseball?
1: I've been playing baseball probably since I was like five.
2: And how old are you now?
1: I'm turning 11.
2: And uh, which major league baseball team do you hope to get traded to? Giants. All right, good answer. Yeah, um, with a little help from
3: dad. <laughs> One more question, do you have any superstitions, anything you do before every game to make sure you, you win?
1: Yeah, I have a, a Giants um, uniform in my bag, so that's like good luck, kind of.
3: That's awesome.
1: I bring that to every game.
2: What do
3: the rest of the guys on the team do? Do they have Giants uniforms too? No. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you're do doing you so nickname? good out there.
1: Um, yeah, X-Man, because my middle name's
5: Xavier.
3: Awesome. That's so cool. Thank All you for right. talking to us today. Well, baseball is the best. It's the best. Thank you. We'll see you guys in the championship. Good luck. I can't believe it. It brings back so many memories to be me the little league field uh, here. Uh, I, I I never did actually play. Little, little league, Johnny, uh, because my father thought it'd be terrible. I didn't discourage me from it.
2: That's a sad story. I know it was. It was terrible. <laughs> I
3: was really actually very sad. But uh, you know what happened? I went out and I got a drum set instead, and I got really right. good at the drums. At which point, I think my dad had wished that maybe he should have just encouraged me to play baseball. I was instead. a soccer
2: player. You know, I uh, I, I love soccer, but you know. Th- of course, you did. Right. Hey, watch it! I, you know, <laughs> I saw that coming. But uh, you know, I'm just sweating this concession stand over here. I mean, they have full. Concession stand. I feel like I'm at Wrigley Field again.
3: <laughs> even even when I was a kid, not playing little league, we used to uh, run by and, and on our Schwinn two wheelers to the concession stand in Metuchen, New Jersey, where I grew up. And the best deal was 25 cents for a squeeze pop, the blue icy. Because you yeah, yeah, know, yeah. people yeah. with good taste always get the blue. Blue I, blue is the one. I was a big fan of Astro Pops.
2: Those are the rocket-like yeah. popsicles. Those are classic. Uh, you know, Wrigley Field.
3: Uh, yeah, yeah. You know what I just remembered? I'm going to see the Yankees on Thursday with my on, friend Steph. We have Yankees. Tickets. Well, Boxing. you know what? As, as, as we've discussed, I, I, I'm not into the corporate sports thing. I kind of, I kind of turned away when they changed stadiums. And every time, every time they start threat, you're not going to see that here, okay? Where, where the, where the Aldrich <laughs> Little League starts threatening the uh, <laughs> town of Island that if they don't put in like a new subway, that we're going to move to Boston. Uh, not going to happen.
1: You're listening to Everything's Better in Barryville. Sponsors of the Eldred Little League. Now back to Mike and Johnny.
2: All right, and we're back with Liam from Sticks and Stones. Liam, nice, nice playing out there. Uh, I wanted to ask you, um, how many home runs or how many uh, hits uh, were scored in this game? What's the score right now? Score
1: right now, zero to
5: fifteen.
2: Are the sticks and stones up? oh uh, yeah. What's your favorite Major League Baseball team? Mets. You know, I heard Dad whisper Mets, and I was going to say go Yankees, but uh, I actually like the Mets. Oh, oh, nice, good, okay, all right. How they doing this year? Mets fans are people too. Yes,
1: yes. So
2: far, right?
3: Yes. Yeah, yeah. This is still early.
2: What song gets you charged up before you start playing?
1: Mm, until I collapse by Eminem. Oh,
2: nice! Yeah, that'll get anybody in the zone. i was like so that. angry. Eminem gets it going. No, it brings out the warrior. You know, the girls have the makeup. He plays Eminem. I love it. Let's talk to Coach Matt uh, slash Dad. <laughs> thank you for doing hey, what how you're doing. you doing? Uh, it's nice to have you on today, and thank you for letting us come and uh, watch the kids tear it up well, on the field.
5: Thank you for letting me join.
2: Yeah, and um, could you tell us a little bit about uh, how long you've been coaching, and uh, what the sticks and stones are all about, and uh, what age group we're looking at here?
5: Well, the age group is um, it's it's eight to like age group eleven uh, league group like league like age group eleven, but like. Um, I've been coaching for six years now, and uh, I really love I love it here in Eldred. Uh, the league is fantastic. Uh, we have a great support team. Uh, the parents are so great. Um, you know, I have a great team this year. We won the last three of our four uh, ball games. You know, this one's not going our way, <laughs> but 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 it, it happens.
3: Well, hey, you know, baseball is a tough sport. You know, even if uh, you know in the big leagues, you know, if you win 100 games, which is considered excellent, it means losing 62 times. At 62 times, you're left wondering what what just happened. Anyway, while you guys uh, discuss some of the more existential points of baseball, I'm gonna I'm gonna go over to the concession stand and uh, see what's going on over there. All right, we're here at the concession stand here in McKenzie Field, and uh, what's your name? My name's Beatrice Alvarez. Awesome. Lauren. I'm her mom. <laughs> How's it going today? You guys selling a lot of hot dogs?
1: Yeah. Yeah, actually. <laughs>
3: what do people here in Eldred like on their hot dogs? Go, they like um, ketchup. Um, mustard. Mustard. But not at the same time, though.
1: Sometimes. And ch- what's yeah. the other one we do? Um, chili. Chili. Chili yeah. dogs. What
3: about cracker Jacks? You guys sell Cracker Jacks?
1: We don't have any right now, but you know what Cracker Jacks
4: are.
3: <laughs> yeah, they're like Cavities waiting to happen.
1: Yeah, they're delicious.
3: I don't know if you know what ca- Cracker Jacks are. No. <laughs> they, come, they come with a prize. They
1: do. It's like sweet popcorn with peanuts, and it's a all-American baseball favorite usually. Nice.
3: So, what is the number one most popular thing here at the concession stand?
1: Play the hot dogs yeah hot dogs nachos and cheese
5: candy yeah
1: pretzels oh yeah we do the hot pretzels and cheese
3: what about an ice pop that used to be my favorite thing a blue ice pop
5: we don't have
3: ice pops <laughs> I'll tell you what, can you work on it for me And I'll see you next season, get me a blue ice pop
5: if, you, Probably want, we will have if you want all
1: the good stuff, you need to come at the beginning of the season, not the end because we're winding down here in the concession stand at McKenzie have any cheese anymore.
5: sadly
3: <laughs> alright, thank you guys, we'll see you next year hey Johnny, that was that was super cool, uh, come on, let's go talk to the girls team, hey, here's uh, coach Erica, Erica, how's it going on? what's going on
1: just wanted to thank the community and um all of our sponsors too because without them we wouldn't have little league um and it's just such an important thing for the for the kids in the area and the girls want to say thank you especially
5: thank you so much thank you (laughs) thank you
2: let's talk to another couple of players what's your first name Aurora, uh, how long have you been playing baseball, and what's your favorite major league team?
5: I've been playing uh, base softball since I, w- I was a little kid. <laughs> Basically, T-ball. And my favorite team has got to be the Yankees. It's
2: awesome. Go Yankees. Sorry,
3: I didn't, I didn't make her say that, but I'm very happy she did. What I'm going I, to see the Yankees on Thursday. I'm what, so pumped. What I want to know is, do you think you can beat the boys' team?
5: Yes, definitely. It's okay.
3: Whoa, 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 whoa. It's uh, Tiffany Diamond and the little traffic cop are barnstorming the Little League.
1: Tiffany, what's up? not time for the news yet. Hey there. I was just listening to you guys down there on the field. I wanted to say those girls are the best, and they could definitely
3: beat the boys. No contest. All right, Tiff. That's cool. Thanks for the girl power. Uh, But I guess while you're here, let's do that thing. What's uh, the traffic like? Summer's here. It's getting busy on the road.
1: Are you kidding? It's crazy out here. We've got hundreds of bikers on the hog's nest. Yuppies in cloth caps are driving their classic cars on 97. Lost tourists are everywhere checking their phones for service. Maniacs in lycra spandex are riding their bicycles up the hills. Now, if they don't die from a heart attack, they're going to get creamed by some weekend warrior in an RV. Share the road, folks. Guys, do I have to have a refresher course on what to do at the blinking light? Or why you shouldn't pass on a double line? Or why you shouldn't drive stone while listening to the Grateful Dead? I just want everyone to be safe out there. I love summer. I'm so excited for the Berryville Farmer's Market to be opening up, and I'm going fishing.
3: Awesome. Uh, Tiff, why don't you meet us down at the Farmer's Market this Saturday, and we'll take you out for a cider over at the Oasis.
1: Sorry, can't hear you. The copter's too loud. Over and out from Tiffany Diamond in the Berryville Radio Traffic Helicopter. Everything's
3: better in Barryville. Wow! <laughs> that, was, that was really something.
2: What a wild ride back. Uh, I can't believe we didn't get helicopter lifted by our uh, <laughs>
3: Tiffany Diamond. But... Tiffany uh, barnstorming the Little League. Anyway, yeah, we're... you can't win them all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I consider that a win, a big win. Anyway, we're back in the Barryville Radio studio.
2: That's right, and we are here with the president of the Little League. Let's give it up for Johnny Tice.
5: Welcome, Johnny how you guys doing?
2: We're good. Thank you so much for your gracious invitation to the games the other day.
3: We, yeah, we had a, we had a great time. Uh, I had a hot dog, which was great, except for the part where Johnny gave me ketchup and not mustard. Johnny, no one eats ketchup on hot dogs. No right, one go scratch. It's so it's so <laughs> not right. You know who doesn't like ketchup on hot dogs? Bob Dylan and Mike Edison.
2: What do you think of sauerkraut <laughs> and some, uh, ketchup
3: mustard? And mustard baby, right? mustard, and a spicy mustard. I don't know about that. you got to go yellow
5: mustard all the way. Uh, I'm with this
3: guy. I said I'm, a, I'm an old-time New York dude. Spicy, spicy brown mustard for me. And by, by the way, you know who agrees with that? My grandmother. <laughs> <laughs>
5: all right.
2: You know, Johnny, I can't help but notice, you know, your, your kid Mason is like kind of the cover of this River Reporter story on baseball. Are you, are you a proud parent? I, I would assume so.
5: I got to say, for for what he's become over the last couple of years, he's put a lot of hard work and he deserves a shine. Um, as a freshman, starting varsity is impressive.
2: That's a big deal. And he's in good company, too, because I, I know um, Josh Warning is really making a name for himself out there. Uh, he, he's a shout out star player. Um, what do you think his trajectory is? Do you think he'll go play for some school? Like, what do, you, do you think he's on that track?
5: Well, his dream is D1. Wow. Um, he's practicing every day. He works hard. He's got good work ethic. Um, we'll see.
2: That's great. And what do you, when when you guys are, you know, working with the kids, like they start at what five years old,
5: four years old, four years old. Okay. So
2: at four years old, are they running backwards on the bases or are they like just trying to hold their own to hold the bat?
5: Well, we start the game with picking flowers. Got it. That way, we take the distraction away. <laughs> it's real nice.
3: <laughs> but you know, you know, I mean, I've said it before. Baseball is always the best metaphor for, for life. I always I always find that. And no matter how good a player you are, you could be the best kid coming out of out of a Division One team. And if you get signed to the major leagues, they stick it in an instructional league because even the best college player has never seen a big league curveball before. That's how hard it is to play the game. You know, you know, it's measured in failure. They always say, right? Thirty percent success rate is considered fantastic in the sport.
5: Absolutely.
2: Yeah. And so what do you what do you try to impart with the kids like, you know, when they start like four years old and then, you know, you send them off and what the I think the girls that we spoke to are kind of on their last like eighth grade is the end of the little league. Correct? Well,
5: We go to 12 years old because of of the amount of kids we have. And um, so they move from major girls or major boys to modified at the school level.
2: Great. And then we saw a co-ed team. Well, there was one girl on, on the team on I think the sticks and stones, correct?
5: Yep, which is awesome. Um, She signed up and she said, you know what? I wanna play baseball. I'm not going to play softball.
2: I love that. And it's so cool. And she was out there with the best of them. You know, it's great. Like,
5: like a rock star.
2: Yeah, she's a rock star. And I, I love that um, the other girls league, they were doing, I think it was the end of the batathon. or no, it was the winners of the batathon. but they all have the Yellow Jackets makeup
3: on. They yep. look like badass and they, warriors. They, they, they looked, uh, I'm going to take back the word fierce for one second. They, they, <laughs> they, they, they look awesome. Yeah. And, I, you know, and they were intimidating. You know, they come to a plate wearing that makeup. I loved hearing you say, though, that uh, there are too many kids happening. Because I I hope that you never run out of kids who want to play baseball.
5: No, I definitely did not say too much. It's not enough. Oh, Uh, that's why uh, I uh, think he was saying that because they don't have
2: enough kids that it stops at 12.
3: Because uh, okay, uh, do we ever? What is the future of baseball? Are we going to run out of kids then? In that case, because I, I mean, baseball is kind of an old-fashioned thing, and to me, it it is the part of the American myth. It is the national pastime. I'm, I'm old-fashioned. I really romanticize the game, uh, and, and I want kids to play baseball. For, yeah, for I all want the kids above to be out,
2: out out in front of their damn tablets, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's nice to yeah. see kids outside, breathing fresh air and running around together.
5: Absolutely. You know, my goal as as like you said, president of the quote Eldred Little League, um, the kids. I want every kid. We'll never give uh, a kid an excuse not to play. We want them to play.
2: Yeah, that's great. I mean, it really is an example of, like, it takes a village to run something, and it's so... Amazing to see all those banners out in the outfield, you know. And we're we're
3: happy to be like one proud of the proud sponsors, sponsors <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> of the Altered Little League. Yeah. Are you kidding. When uh, when I, I saw the size so of our banner.
2: I'm like, we have to raise more money so we can get bigger banners <laughs> <Next year we're laughs> right under Jeff Bank with our little banner <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> awesome. under Jeff Bank. Ain't that ain't that always a thing? <laughs> oh man, under
3: <laughs> <I'm> the band. <laughs> all right. Well, listen. Hey, Johnny. Thanks for coming out and talking to us. Thanks for inviting us out to the field. We really did have a blast, and it was really good seeing the kids out there.
2: Um, do you have any Do you have any final words for aspiring uh, Little League uh, players out there?
5: play hard be respectful Um, and uh love the game i'm with
2: that great thank you so much uh have a wonderful rest of your weekend and uh, we'll be right back
4: my name is brandon Hoy, co-owner of robertas a super duper awesome place
2: robertas is a very 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 proud
3: sponsor of the Heritage Radio Network. We're also super awesome. Thank you, Heritage. Heritage. And we're back.
2: Bada, bada, swing all right uh, that, was, that was amazing I'm, I'm so blown away by these kids like determination the parents dedication to getting the kids there and <laughs> running the concessions and and really bringing this whole baseball universe uh, to to our local, local B- league.
3: baseball is always the best metaphor for life you know because eventually you got to throw strikes you just can't keep throwing junk eventually you gotta throw strikes that's how how it works yeah you know and I, I find that. life is a lot like that yeah I love little Armand's... Um, <laughs> uh
2: response to um you know what what was his technique yeah
3: yeah yeah find the plate basically <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. and like, i'll oh, tell you though if, he, if he learned <laughs> if he learned a knuckleball he could probably add 10 years to his career
2: yeah i mean he's got this <laughs> I, I think his dad's uh fully supportive of a baseball career <laughs> yeah that is
3: amazing not my personal experience yeah. of course but uh right on all right uh okay uh now coming up to bat here's the man from rockford johnny are you ready for the news yeah i'm ready I'm all ready, right ready. here he is uh johnny pizzolato I'm John Pizzolatto, and this is the news to me. Plucked from
2: the pages of The River Reporter, Highland sells constable cars. So a year and a half after suspending the constable force, we've signed away our former force's equipment. That includes two cars, several safety lights, lots of equipment, some rifles. Uh, It's pretty much the demise of our constable program as we know it, which was very beloved. Um, It's unfortunate. I don't think it's what taxpayers and voters are looking for I haven't heard anybody really say hey great this is this is an end I think that it was more of a procedural and process question that the town failed to answer um, and failed to report or do things about if they did you know have some red flags with the with the current former constable lineup. So it's, 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 it's unfortunate. And I, I really want to dream up a way to bring the constables back. And I'm, I'm working very hard on the state and federal level to look for funds and to look for a way to, you know, come up with, the, with a program to reinstate them. Because I think that in a small town like ours, we want to know who's supposed to be parked in your driveway, where our kids are, you know, at dark and, 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 and basically just know that people are looking out for us that know us. So,
3: you know, I can't say what a big mistake I think this is. To a person, I do not know a single person who agrees with this this decision. I have not bumped into anyone from downtown Barrieville to the farthest reaches of St. Ford, Yulon, Eldred, or Highland Lake who actually is for what is basically Johnny, the defunding of the police. I can't believe we're the town that did it.
2: Yeah, I can't. I can't believe so either. And um, I, I think that it's a not very popular thing to sort of like stop in a a town. And I think it's really amazing that most of the Democratic candidates are the ones first Calling it out, you know, it, because it's been such a weaponized thing to fund the police, which I've never agreed with that that sentiment. Oh, it's terrible. And 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 here we are, and it's happening in a, in our small town. So it's it's a travesty, and, and, and here we go. And, and
3: again, it's because this small town doesn't deserve politics like that. We're here for each other. That's what you've always said, and I agree. There's one other thought though that I did have, Johnny, and that's like we would look really good to decommission black and white cruiser, like oh, wouldn't, Jake. I could <laughs> I could see us cruising down Eulenbergville Road. Don't you see us, like? Oh my God! You know, at the flashing light. <laughs> you know, I, you know <laughs> little, like Sonny and
2: Crockett from Miami Vice where you were just cruising
3: around Ulan it's gonna be great like Cagney and Lacey All yeah right, what else? here we go oh I love I used to love Cagney and Lacey holy smokes why am I not surprised what else yeah, you got
2: well uh no uh you know not to toot my own horn, but there was the second annual uh, Shad Fest, which was amazing. This year we had um, a youth fishing day with the National Park Service, which was really my highlight. We had amazing like fishing guides like Andy Boyer, the former Highland Town supervisor. We had Tony Ritter, um, Don Hamilton from the National Park Service, Homestead Kids. A single bike came out and delivered the kids lunch. We also had our, our Shad Shindig at Fort Delaware, um, and we had a wonderful bus ride. From Port Jervis to Hancock, and so many wonderful political uh, affiliates came and supporters of the byway. We had Aileen Gunther, which makes um, my position in the byway possible as program manager. We had Rob Doherty and Nadia uh, Rogers, which was so exciting because the two of them could not disagree more on pretty much everything having to do with our town, but they both support... The byway, which was amazing, we had Camille O'Brien from um, Senator Oberrocker's office. Um, it was a great showing. Matt McPhillips is who's so wonderful. He's running for um, uh, Legislative District uh, uh, One um, in, in in the seat that now Rob Doherty holds. So we're so excited it, it, that to bring these many people together on behalf of fish
3: going love, upstream. Hey, <laughs> you know, and when when did the clean water? When does a clean river? When does protecting our environment become? A, a, a liberal issue. It's <laughs> that not, is it's us. not and that is not that is us. No, and that's, that's what, everybody. And, I mean, it's us. It's everything that we are. And
2: that's what was proven. You know, like w- with the with the bus trip, is that you know we're all in it for the river, and that's why we're all here. Like people love to fish. We want to keep a clean environment. We want to keep up the traditional uses of of the river. Um, it was brought to us by the Delaware Company and by the Upper Delaware Scenic Byway. It was the twentieth year uh, anniversary celebration of the designation of the byway. So I was really happy to be a proud of. Part <laughs> Of it, and um, it was wonderful.
3: You know, I, I grew up uh, in in New Jersey before I, I went to the big city to find fame and fortune. Uh, but very near the Delaware Water Gap, so same river, just a little further south. So when I came here, you know, I felt so at home right away. You know, just feeling it, and that's one of the reasons why we decided to plant our flag here in, in Bearville, in the town of Highland, because the river is just such a source of good energy, and I love I love it. We, we, man, t- we so took we took some it. we took some pandemic trips to that. Delaware. <laughs> I'm sorry, this the news has mm. skated off into another direction, but we
2: took some trips during the pandemic to the to that. That part of New Jersey, you know, the lower Delaware. And it was so amazing. There's like a New Jersey's own sake distillery is down there. It's like a whole nother beat of the Upper Delaware hey, City by way. But it's I love it. It's it's
3: it's amazing. It's the deep in the heart of Jersey. It ain't the dirty
2: Jersey. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And- oh, also from the pages of the River Reporter guys. The Yellow Jackets blank the Wildcats. It's like a top headline. After being with these kids today, I'm so excited uh, to to see that they're in the pages
3: of the River Reporter. And um, it really, really is knocking like look, it out of the park. It really is like the golden age of sports in Eldred, when uh, you know our, our Yellow Jackets, the girls. One, they hit the trifecta of the winning uh, championships in softball, basketball, and soccer. Congratulations, that's amazing. And they look badass doing it in their Road Warrior makeup. That's
2: right. And, and I have to tell you something that is the, strat, the winning strategy to the Yellow Jackets and that's you have to respect the game and your opponent. And I think that's a lesson for life. And I think the
3: Little League is a great lesson for life. I think that's amazing. I think that's a great way to end. But before we go. Before we go, we have very special... Oh, yeah, special Mike, su- Mike really <laughs> wants to report on this story. Oh, oh okay. you going to hand me the... Okay. There I, you I'm go, guys. I'm a journalist after all, Johnny. I'm high, this Mike is, loves it, a pussycat story. I, I do, I do, I do. I've got a lot of experience in that department, too. But this is the ultimate small-town story, is that uh, Kyle Gathers uh, went up the tree and got Amy Roberts cat. Her cat got out, ran up the tree, and she didn't know what to call. She it the fire department. She put it up on the Living and Barrilewood page, and Kyle answered the call and got her cat from the tree. So, Kyle, thank you from Cat on and cat lovers in the country everywhere for doing that. Right on. Thank you on behalf of all cats. All right. We're going to be right back with a superstar here in the Barryville Radio Studio. Oh my
2: God. She's here with us after her star turn on episode three. Make it's it Lene en- en-
3: Kelty. encore performance reading. The first of what I hope is a series of historical documents. Can you dig it? All right. We'll be back right after this.
1: Everything's better in. Barryville.
3: All
2: right, and we're back. Mike is live in Studio B with Lene Kelty.
3: Lene, you got to tell me, how has your life changed since your big star turn reading the specials last one?
1: Oh, hey, Mike. Well, everybody thinks I'm a star singer. <laughs> <laughs> I show up to my mom's shop like two days after it came out, and right before I walked in, Three people in a car were like, Lene, I heard you on the talk show, <laughs> superstar." It was funny. At it, Bakers, I can't get enough love for it.
3: <laughs> people uh, come in and ask you to sing them the specials. Yes, they do <laughs> all the time. That's that's, that's amazing. And uh, autographs. Um, actually, two autographs. Wow, and, gr- and groupies. Uh, no groupies. <laughs> Not yet. Anyway, today we're going to, uh, we got something else in line. I understand you're going to read the First Amendment uh, of the Constitution of the United States from the Bill of Rights. Yes. All right. Freedom. Can you dig it? I can. <laughs> all right. all set. Right. I got uh, the drum set up. Let's, uh, let's do this thing. All right. Let's go. <laughs>
1: Congress shall make no law respecting the establishment of religion, or prohibiting the free exercise thereof, or abridging the freedom of speech, or of the press, or of the right of the people to peaceably assemble and petition
4: the government for a redress of grievances.
3: Wow, Lene, you knocked it out of the park with that one. Ho, ho, ho. That's amazing. You know, Johnny, if if nothing else, our show is about freedom. Well, you know what? Freedom and community.
2: You know, I just want to thank all of the coaches, all the players for uh, for giving us your time today. I want to thank our special guest, Dan. And I really want to dedicate this show to Kia Williams, who brought her bright light to our community. Not only did she nourish our community with her delicious food, but she nourished us all with her soul and in her touch of grace and her bright light that she shone on all of us in her short time in Berryville. And um, this goes out to her family and her loved ones and her friends. Thank you, Kia, for touching Berryville and touching all of us with a little piece of your heart and soul. And um, thank you, uh, community, for rising to the challenge and, and being there uh, in, in her family's time of need.
3: It's amazing. Everybody who heard the call and uh, Kia and her big heart. May- made barryville better okay we'll see you guys soon we love you all everything's better